years ago, Sigafus taught us not to make excuses or the excuses get in our way. And uh, we're just reading Alan Cohen's book, um, The Course in Miracles, Make Simple, uh, and which is amazing. I've read A Course in Miracles, and Alan Cohen does a really good job with this, making it simple. And uh, he was just mentioning in the beginning of this about all the excuses people had of, you know, why they haven't gone through The Course in Miracles. And it made me immediately think of Sigafus. And we used to talk about, you know, he had, you know, people that if I only had a bigger parking lot or when I build on that extra room to my office or I get another table or I get a, a new CA or if I learn this new technique or if I any excuse you can imagine, every single excuse you can. Well, you know, once I do this class, I'll do this or when I get my continuing education, I'll go and do something else or Whatever it might be, there are a million excuses. Oh, I'd, you know, I'm going to go food shopping instead of you know, working on my adjusting today. All the different excuses. And uh, you know, I've really worked in my life of not even making the excuses. And I had my father, he used to say to me, a man doesn't need to make excuses. I'm going to be late. I don't necessarily have to tell you why. You know, we can talk about it later, but my excuse doesn't really matter. That's lessening me. I'm going to be late. Okay? This is it. doesn't happen all the time. Once I have to make excuses, I'm looking for a way to dig myself out of something or get out of something, right? The whole thing of growing a practice, we lost a CA and an associate. And uh, what my first thing was, let's grow the practice. There is no doubt in my mind. I had a few moments of wow, poor me, wah, 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 which is always fun, right? You might as well get some enjoyment out of it. You know, play your own fiddle a little bit, wah, as long as it doesn't last too long. You pull up your bootstraps and you get your butt to work. As a student, I missed my part four exam or failed part one or whatever it is. So what? So what? Shut up and get back to work. We got something to do. If you live in that failure our entire lives, which most of the world has, well, I made a mistake and quit high school. And that's where my lot in life is. I can't get anything better. Or I never went to college. So what? There are probably more millionaires and billionaires that don't have college degrees than there are that do have college degrees. So ultimately, you know, the excuse is within us. This is a life without excuses. What we're going to be doing at Synapse in May 20th through 22nd is living a life without fear. Because really the excuse is the fear. If I make an excuse because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be late to an appointment, you know, my fear is that you probably won't see me anymore. Or you're going to drop me from your practice or whatever it is. A hair salon, which I don't have to worry about. You know, if you miss your appointment in a hair salon, that person expects you there. They lose that time in the seat. So it's important for them, and I understand that. Ultimately, though, living this life without fear. Fred Barge wrote the book, Life Without Fear. He was a chiropractor. If you don't know who he was, an amazing chiropractor. I never really got to spend much time with him, but I have a lot of friends that were mentored from him. And uh, I've received secondhand, which is just amazing. Life without fear, we're going to be working on our fears. Why are we afraid? 
And there was one time I, I literally, I woke up as about, you know, a year ago. And I mean, woke up that not necessarily from a night of sleep, but woke myself up of one thing that has been holding me back in my life. And I didn't even realize it. And then I had a re understanding of it not long ago is that maybe I have a fear of success. And I talk about me. We have these things. What does that mean? Truly a fear of succeeding of, wow, can I really do it? Because that fear of succeeding is really the fear of failure. What if I don't make it, right? That fear of failure. Who has never experienced that in their lifetime? I, I, I can't imagine a human being that has not had that experience. You go into a test in school, we're, uh, the fear of failing really is the, 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 the first steps in through the door. But you have to let that go in all of our, our processes in life. For me, that fear of failure really was I wouldn't be able to take care of my mother. She needs care right now, and it's very expensive. Caring for my family, right? Not necessarily losing houses or whatever it is, but it really is I know I can make all those things back. And my friend Michael Halloran, a speaker at DE, he used to say, you know, what, can you, what do we have to lose? Are we going to lose our life if we do this screening or bring more people in or whatever it might be? No. You know, the worst could happen. We go bankrupt. So what? You build it all back up again. So what? So what? Right? Who? So what? This is the other thing now. Once you start receiving some fame and success... Another so what? You go from hero to zero. You go from zero to hero. It's a lot of fun. You celebrate it. Then really the next day, we go from hero to zero again. We got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. As entrepreneurs, it doesn't stop. It's a lifetime of A, being who we're meant to be, telling God the creative stuff of the universe. We want more people in our lives that we can serve and help change their lives is our mission. So we get a lot of people, new people coming into our office, and we have a lot of people staying. That is what our consciousness is. Not that I can't really fit any new people in, or I don't really have time for new people. I make time. We have time. I have an abundance of time. We'll get you in. When people say, you know, if I'm not able to make an appointment, I'm passing by, can I stop in? Absolutely. Definitely. There are no barriers. I'm not going to make an excuse for you not to come in. Absolutely, you come in. Period. Right? The excuses in our lives are what hold us back. And I've realized some of the excuses I've made is that fear of success, which is really the fear of failure. Right? And I've come to terms with it. I'm working on those things all the time. And I have a lot of, a lot of things I am working on. I am not Mr. Perfect. If anything, I'm Mr. Imperfect. And we all are. I'm working on myself. This isn't telling you to do something that I'm not doing myself. Right? Work hard with the intention of service. Serve our ways through it. When, you know, uh, I've heard that from the stage so many times a D of, of serve your way through it. And I've really just realized what that means in my life. When things are really getting tough, just serve more serve more. We could also call that tithing, I would, as going out and giving. We can write a check to our church, which is good, do those things. Maybe even spiritual people that advance you. I do those things too. When I get something from someone, I, I, I exchange for it. Thank you. 
I appreciate it for ourselves as well. Appreciate ourselves. We come into those moments where we see ourselves as that little boy or little girl. And I feel like I've got to ask my mother for money or because we weren't enough. We've got to ask for more. That's okay. We've pinpointed it. I remember when my father died, my biggest fear is I realized I was all alone. Financially, even though I didn't take much money from my father, I always felt like he was there for me if I needed something. He was a safety net emotionally, physically, all those spiritually, and also financially. And when he passed, it was 2006, I felt it was a loneliness is what I felt. But it was also that fear of, okay, what do I do now? And that's okay. Then we sit, spend time, and what do we do is take restock of ourselves. Let's go through the archives of the garbage we've pushed on our back porch. Let me just fiddle through that. Where does this come from? You might come up with it in the moment. The more you practice, the more you'll see those things come up. I have a lot of my family are very successful in lives, very, very successful. So for me... I looked at them, can I ever achieve that? Can I do it? If I fail, I'll go all the way back to the bottom. I've got to work again. And I've used those people as fuel for my for myself. And I achieve that. I keep pushing myself farther. But then there was that fear. Maybe I'm not going to make it. And I'm at terms with that. Now I've put those, uh, maybe I'm not going to make it, or whatever it is, is so far behind me now. But I've known it. I've seen it. I've labeled it. And I've dealt with it. You see what I mean? Steve Judson wrote his book about the backpack. And I haven't really dove into it yet. The title is amazing. It makes all that stuff is exactly what we're talking about. All the crap that holds us back. I used to use, and you've heard me on this before. I use the analogy of, think of a child running with a fistful of helium balloons. You know, you want to do it. How much fun would that be? But you're not going to run very fast right? Because they're going to hold you back. The binds that tie us is the term. Clipping one balloon at a time. Each one of those are the things that hold us back. They're anchors. I just posted a picture today of us. We were playing the islands out by my house and me pulling my boat from the anchor line to just get it off the sandbar, which is a lot of fun. Actually, I don't mind it at all. It's a good workout. But thinking of those balloons, cutting them and cutting those binds that tie us, and then we're swifter in the wind. We become more of ourselves, right? These things we don't need anymore. Those are the, the things in our backpack that Steve Judson talks about. And I think that's really, it's, it's, it's poignant. Today we're going to be diving into that myself. I'm going to read it. I'm taking a little vacation in a week. And that's the main book I'm bringing with me. A very important one. The other one is reading again through Freedom, freedom from Fear. And we're going to bring a lot of this stuff into Synapse coming uh, May 20th through 22nd. I'm really excited in Atlanta. So I just feel inspired today. Not just, I'm not limiting that inspired because that means bringing spirit, right? I am in spirit. I feel touched by the Holy Spirit today. It's coming through me to you around this world, our vibrations. We're in a service world of taking care of God's people. That's what chiropractic is here for. It is meant to be served to people. Let's not hold it back from them. I don't want to make barriers. Bob Satilli used to say, break the barriers at DE. Break the barriers. Break the barriers that keep your people from coming in. I have no barriers. The finances can be worked on. 
The people need our service, but we're abundant. People gladly pay what we, what we have offered to them and usually want to pay more. They bring us food. They bring us deer meat we have. People make eggplant parmesans for us. Women, I've had people make lasagnas, bring us flowers, bring us cookies. Amazing things come in around to do handyman work for us. Thank you. I just want to be around your energy. Cleaning the office, taking care of you, mowing your lawn. Can I take care of your plants? Whatever it might be. That's the exchange. The financial part, they know what they're getting is worth so much more than what they're paying. This is big stuff today. Today we go in service. We go in love. We go in caring for ourselves and for others. Amen. Go out and serve. Thank you.